Hello World. Mm. And to everybody in the metaverse with us tonight. Nobody's in the metaverse with us tonight. <laughs> you never know. Somebody could be connected to their computer and sitting in their movie theater in the metaverse it's, watching us. Does it even exist? Is the metaverse out? The metaverse is part of VR. It's part of Oculus. What? Is it? Is there an if app? If you have an Oculus, if you have an Oculus, you're in the metaverse. But is there but, an app on Oculus called Metaverse? No, because the the closest thing to the metaverse is like VR chat, right? Yeah. So and we, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. You're yeah. not in the metaverse. You're just we sitting in VR. We should do a podcast in Fortnite. <laughs> That sounds like an awful idea. I'm, I'm going to have to quit the podcast permanently. You know that meme where it's like three kids on a couch talking? And they're like talking about something serious? That's what this reminds me. <laughs> well, listen. Okay. Apple uh, Fortnite is now playable in the browser on iOS and it's going to be on GeForce now so you can stream it in GeForce now. It would be a celebration. No no one seems into this idea, which yeah. which doesn't surprise me cuz I don't want to do a podcast in Fortnite. That'd be terrible. I don't even know how Fortnite works or plays so let's avoid we that. need a new host uh for the goobly cast uh i have oh. a vote of no confidence against mr carter here in his uh suggestion about, of doing anything fortnite yeah how about we have like maybe we just have like a bot be our host in the metaverse like it'll just be like a computer bot that's the that's the host <laughs> okay he like looks up trends, like popular things. Have you guys yeah. heard about the new Fortnite skin? Oh, delete them. No, it'll be more like, oh, you know who we could do? Uh, Master Chief could be the host. Oh, did you watch the trailer? Speaking of Master Chief, I didn't watch the trailer yet. Oh, so don't you need say to anything about it. Don't say I'm anything so about excited. it because I haven't watched it, it yet. I, it I'm not a football. Good. I'm not good. a football fan, and. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't watch it, and you I, need I to, you need to excuse yourself for just a couple minutes and go watch that, and then come back to the podcast. Oh my goodness! So okay, good. hold on. Let me mute myself here. It's beautiful. Did you watch it, Matt? No, you're talking about the the announcement the Halo show the Halo series. Well, they they released the trailer because they're gonna it starts streaming in uh, what is it March? I want to say. Yep. Maybe Mr. Carter needs to excuse himself for a second to go watch that trailer, so we can. Okay, I'm watching it right now. now. I'm gonna watch it right Ooh, now. Live oh. reaction. Oh, gosh. oh, and it's on Paramount Plus. I don't have access to this. I, do you have T-Mobile? You, you get Paramount you T-Mobile. For... T-Mobile that... gives you Paramount Plus for free. Do I have for to be year. on Magenta Max? Or... Oh, for one year. I don't, okay. I don't know one if year. it's uh, Magenta you Max. Nope, you don't have to be on Magenta Max. Okay. It is the ad version, just yeah. FYI. I was subscribed to the non-ad version, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get this uh, ad version for free because I'm just going to mm. save myself a little bit of money. I can put up with a couple ads. Their ads aren't that uh, intrusive. Okay. That's not that's not an immediate... Ads are not an immediate downside for me. And and I'm also surprised that... Param I wonder how much money they shelled out for Halo. Do people still care about Halo? I... They've had so yes. many. They've had so many teasings. 
teasings of shows over the years shows that yeah, were good this, movies that this... failed like my my heart has been crushed by the lack of <laughs> halo metaverse content visually this show looks good it looks yeah. great the um like the trailer or the original announcement was in 2013 when uh <laughs> when the xbox one was announced that was when they first announced they were making a halo tv show and then it just kind of changed exchanged hands so many times and now it's actually coming out that looks really good um there is one thing about it though that i don't and i'm wondering what you think about it roy um Mac can hear us but cortana's design um i'm not i'm not opposed to i mean you only see her for a split second in the uh in the trailer um i'm not opposed to the way that they have her designed um i i am wondering um i mean i don't know a whole lot of the backstory of halo outside of um what happens in reach and obviously what happens in the games leading up to halo 3 because i haven't played beyond that um i don't know how canonically like this show is like because they have like this this control over the spartans like like literal control over them um aside from brainwashing it seems like they have some sort of technological control over the spartans and i don't know how how realistic that is as far as you know what's been introduced into the books and into the uh and into the the games it almost seems like they created cortana as a means to control master chief further because he was starting to break free and I, I I mean, if it's in the games and I just haven't gotten there yet, or it's in the books and I've I haven't read any of the books, one of these days I might read the books. I don't know, but it it struck me as like an odd part of the story. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be really mad if this is a horrible series. I don't have. Doesn't it look good though? It does kind of look good. Like I I feel like Cor, uh, Cortana should have had blonde hair though. Blonde hair? No, she hair. had she had dark hair. Did she have dark hair? She's always had like blue hair, like blue. Yeah, I just bluish purplish. Yeah, but it's like she has. Yeah, but she has like yeah, like blue or purple. I mean, I don't know. I just don't see her as as a dark brown. I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm trying to remember. Or purple. I mean, purple would be really good too. That's a good choice. But we only really saw her from what I can think of as like the semi-transparent blue shaded thing. Yeah. Yeah. Modeled gotta, after the person who created her. I gotta ask the question. Mm. I, I haven't. I'm, Executive gamer questions. Wait, have. what in the world? <laughs> what? Okay, I just saw what Cortana looks like, and that was not what I was expecting. She looks like a person. See? I gotta look it up. Yeah. Shit. I don't understand why. She's it's so unnecessary. Somebody. Like you put Cortana into, you embedded her into Windows. Just that's look the that's same. yeah that's who we should have host our podcast in the virtual reality is cortana but a different we version by cortana. cortana but a there, different version and then we podcast. we could we could have a cortana versus siri they could be the siri could be the co-host they can both hmm. be co-host so i mean i'm 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 not I'm not immediately upset with the way Cortana looks. Um mm-hmm. obviously I think that they've departed the way that she looks in the game versus in the show. Um 
I mean, obviously, there's 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 going to be things that are going to be different from the show versus the game, and you're just going to have to let things like that go. It's like watching a uh, watching the Wheel of Time series that Amazon did. I don't know if any of you yeah. guys ever read the Wheel of Time books, but they made a lot of changes, and I just kind of had to grit my teeth, get through the first couple episodes. After that, it became less of a big deal, and I was like, okay, well, some of these changes make sense because they're trying to compress you know, this, this huge series and they got to tell a story cinematically in X amount of time. Um, so they have, there are things that just have to be done differently. And yeah. Whether you or not they appeal to, the audience. yeah um, you know, you're, you're trying to take this, this, this uh, story that is told both in book format and video game format. And you have to now tell it in a cinematic format that is not just a player running through a level with a gun. That all you can see is a gun and, and, and whatnot in front of you and there's going to be some things that are different and i think that as long as you don't go into it as this die hard it's got to be 100 percent just like the games or it's horrible outlook I'm, I'm willing to go into it with an open mind and see how it looks there's i am too um there's a really good video today that was uploaded by ign and basically someone uh who knows the Halo lore very well went through the trailer and and uh, analyzed it frame by frame, like what's going on in this shot, like where are these people going, like going through everything. And one thing that he went through was the designs of everything. Like this gun was is from Halo Reach because it has this part and this part, or this Banshee is from Halo Two, or like this character design is from like naming off all the halos that uh everything's all the assets have been taken from um so i highly recommend going through watching the video it's there's a lot of details that i didn't even notice in the trailer that he pointed is out it, does he nitpick like does he is he overly critical not critical he's just pointing things out okay the last but, thing i need is like some you know, super halo nerd be like, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong because of this and this and this. Like, no. <laughs> let me just, let me just, as long as the show is not written bad, mm-hmm. let me just enjoy the show for what it is. And especially like the attention to detail that it looks like they've paid on the design of Master Chief's costume, like the CG for all of the, uh, the, the covenant, like the elites look really good. The grunt, in here looks especially good like i paused and rewound that a couple times like people who care about halo looks like they've spent a lot of time trying to craft what this show is going to look like visually to the point where like to me it looks like halo should look the only thing that threw me off was cortana just because she's been a pillar of the series since the beginning and so my brain had that like whoa this is different kind of like shock I'm sure people will get used to it because this is, you know, the first time we've had such a comprehensive, hopefully comprehensive Halo story told in this way. And Cortana is just going to look like this in this particular series. And I'm I sure... think she looks pretty. Yeah, she I looks wasn't taken aback by it. Normal. At all. I was expecting like I, when 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 you guys asked, like, what do you think of Cortana's design? I guess I wasn't expecting her to look so normal because she's looked like we mentioned, like translucent and very... That's what I was expecting, was was a translucent, holographic-looking 
uh, image and what you have is something that looks very uh, lifelike, very human-like, very obviously so human-like, which wasn't what I would have perceived Cortana to look like. Uh, I don't, I don't hate the design of Cortana by any means. Um, I may have personally made a uh, creative difference of, of appearance, but you know, I'm not the one dumping millions upon millions of dollars into the show either. And I wonder if, like I said, I did it where it's like Cortana blue, bad Cortana that looks more human, like more emotive in ways that people expect good. And maybe I, I would imagine they could workshop this kind of thing. Or maybe they just made the decision that if she's more human-like, people will attach themselves faster to her than if you're not familiar with the Halo franchise. And you're like, why are they listening to this blue person? Tell them what to do and go everywhere. I don't know. I think they should have started her off as translucent. And as Mm -hmm. the series progresses, make her look more human-like. Because in the game... She's very much an AI companion, but as the series goes on, she really kind of grows as a character and personality and becomes more um, coherent as an entity versus, uh, you know, uh, uh, AI. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like her personality really becomes, I guess I want to say more sentient, not that she wasn't very sentient to begin with, but, you know, self-sustaining uh, without, you know, was the technology from Halo like one to two to three progressed? They started into integrating more mocap, so she became more lifelike and loose, and she started to gain facial expressions. She I just meant her to... personality in general, like she and, and her personality grew. evolved with with all of that. Like I'm saying, it's it's all part of the same package. Like you get more emotion from her. Her and Master Chief started to like connect on on a deeper emotional level, and. And she, you started to learn things about her as an individual rather than just like a servant of the UNSC. So yeah, how, how do you feel, Matt? I like I said, I just hope it doesn't suck. Um, if they they ruin this, uh, being so long in the making, I'm just gonna be mad. I so. think we can all agree that Cortana was the best addition to Windows Phone. I remember having her call me Master Chief. That was like the first thing I did. You can have but you can have Siri call you Master Chief. I mean, it's not the same. It's not, not the same because Cortana had the Cortana voice, and she um, had the like the little Halo gear symbol thing. Like like it looked like an interface from one of the consoles. Yeah, I tweeted out the link uh, and uh, to the series, the trailer to everybody in the chat. So uh. yeah, I want to hear everybody else's thoughts on. On the new Halo series, we're finally getting. I'm curious. Um, it's funny. I was, what was I doing? I was looking up, like apps on my app store. Uh, I think it was on the, I think it was on the Apple TV. But I was looking up apps on there, and there's a special app for, like, news people and people that get early release of Apple TV shows and stuff like that. And there's pretty much one for like every streaming service. Like there's an Apple TV premiere or something it's called, I think. And I guess it's just exclusively for people that, um, that get to preview like Apple TV shows and review them before. Like, why are we not on that list of why do we not get to download these exclusive apps? Yeah. Gooply reviews. Yeah, you Apple TV special content early. Microsoft is you're listening right now. We want to, we want to 
view the series first before or Paramount Plus or whoever's in charge of of giving that out. Very important. Oh, I'm sure Microsoft can What did you that? say, Joe? We're important enough. I'm sure that'll work out. Yeah. Well, not after Tim got after. Didn't you have a Didn't you get into them with on Twitter or something? Um, we've had me and Windows have had some good conversations back and forth. Many, many, many conversations. Well, you should reach out to Windows and ask them if we can have exclusive access to the premiere we'll of a, Halo, the TV series. I'll then get a DM and they'll be like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> Maybe we'll time our infiltration of the Microsoft campus with the launch of Halo. Because they'll probably be having some crazy party there, some like watch party, yeah. all the halo memorabilia and stuff we scattered all throughout the microsoft campus you need to uh, become good friends with phil spencer like i am with tim cook so we have a man on the inside my goal my goal i have him as a friend on uh, xbox i'm waiting for my invite phil we'll play some who's the what was that who's the who's like the voice of Major Nelson. Major Nelson. That's who Very I was thinking. Herb. Maybe Ives Major Nelson. Yeah. Is he still around? Yeah. Oh yeah. He is. Oh, okay. I've I used him to follow him on Twitter, but uh, I don't really follow him much. Anymore, one time, so. one time when I was at PAX one year, and I was in the lobby, and uh, of the Washington State Convention Center, and um, there were these elevators in the far corner of the of the lobby downstairs and i was kind of just chilling sitting on the couch on my phone just relaxing a little bit and all of a sudden i look up and i saw the back of major nelson and i was like i think that's major nelson so i went over i got up and i went over he was waiting for the elevator and um he was facing the elevator and he this was at the time when windows phone was really big or it was like I would say at its peak, and I looked over. He was on his iPhone and doing stuff, and then I like kind of went up behind him, and he kind of like looked at me like over his shoulder, <laughs> and <laughs> he gave me like the um the glare of like deer in the headlights, and then I was like, "Can I get a photo with you?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely," and I got a quick photo with him but to ask him where his windows phone was I asked him. you should have you should have um my mind immediately went to take a picture of major nelson holding the windows phone and then be like i've got you major nelson no, no, he was holding the iPhone. Like, I got you, yeah. Nelson. That could have been it's, your blackmail. It's exactly. it's no surprise that people use iPhones and Android phones when Windows Phone was out there. So, I, mean, I would expect I would expect an executive level person. Um, He's um, got to have the blue bubbles to talk to his other people. I I would expect an executive of Apple to have an iPhone, an executive of Google to have Android, at least, at least, especially when you're at like a convention or something like that, 
where, where they carry where you're representing your phones. the company. And maybe they maybe that was his personal phone. Maybe he was talking to his wife. Maybe he has two phones. Well, he needs to be like, honey, if you need to hold get a hold of me, you need to use this number because I'm going to be out in public representing Microsoft. That's right. There, there was one year at PAX, um, PAX Australia. He was the um, Storytime keynote opener. And he just, it was like, I want to say like an hour and a half of him just talking about like his experience and how he got into the position that he's in right now. And then some Q&A. It's a really good video to watch. Uh, super interesting. Uh, interesting backstory. He started off in radio and then transitioned over. Like he was the, one of the first people to put his radio station on the internet, stream on the internet, which he had to figure out for himself how to do. And then um, he somehow got a job at Microsoft. And then from there, they were like, you want to join Xbox? And he was like, yeah. And then... He's done some really cool things. Like uh, there was one time, that, like he in the, in this uh, thing, he says, um, he's like, I always say yes to everything. Every little thing, I always say yes. And uh, one of the things they asked him is, well, we're promoting a video game, and we want to know if we if uh, we can set you on fire. What? And he said yes. <laughs> so for a game, I don't remember what game it was they filmed a promotion for the game and they had a a special effects person there where they covered him in this uh like liquid that or this like oil that's for um to where you can it's for in movies you can set yourself on fire and it won't burn you and so he did that and they lit lit him on fire <laughs> and then sick. he did that he's done some really cool things um, it was in the same panel, someone asked him, they're like, you, you talk about saying yes to doing things. Is there anything you've ever regretted doing? And he's like, yes. And then he didn't answer and everyone's laughing. He's like, the person asked the question is like, would you mind sharing what you said yes to do? And then, uh, Major Nelson then, uh, talked about agreeing to go to be interviewed by Angry Joe in 2013 oh. if you remember that um iconic interview he uh i do not in 2013 when the xbox one was the xbox one and uh at e3 and made uh angry joe did an interview with major nelson and major Nel the entire time he just kept kind of um rushing him a little bit and at one point um major nelson grabbed the microphone from angry joe and was like, just grabbed the microphone and was like, oh, do you now? Are you on the development team? Because Angry Joe, Joe mentioned, you can just disable DRM roles. And then Major Nelson's like, oh, I don't think you can. But he pre he regretted that decision of doing that. Um, I'm looking at his website, MajorNelson.com, and it's actually a part of Microsoft's... Uh, it used to not. It says at the top, it has the top bar at the top. It has the yeah. Microsoft Xbox logo. And then it says all of Microsoft. And at the bottom, it says copyright Microsoft 2022. I It used to not be, which was nice because um, you could visit that website um, at work and at school. And it was not blocked by content filters, mm, which 
Yeah. Adrian Wilson. He said in an interview that he liked that a lot, but now that it's part of Microsoft's website, I don't think that um, mm. that doesn't apply anymore. Does anybody um, remember did... when Xbox got announced back in like 2000, 2001? Like anybody, anybody remember that? Like I was in, the I think I was like a Xbox? sophomore. Yeah, I was like, I think I was like a sophomore in high school when that got announced. So that would have been, that would have been 2000. Early, uh, late 2000, early 2001. I just distinctly remember seeing the announcement for it and being like, Microsoft's making a gaming console? That's so stupid. Like, <laughs> Sony Sony and Nintendo are like, you know, up here. And this is, you know, Microsoft's just trying to, trying to you know, tap into this market. Nobody's going to buy that. And then mm. I went over to a friend's house because they bought an Xbox and I played Halo. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get me one of those. Have you <laughs> um, seen the... Uh documentary it's created by xbox but it's called power on it's microsoft released it um back in i think it was november as the 20th anniversary of xbox they made a documentary just talking about everything and it was it's super interesting i highly recommend watching it if you're interested in um the history of xbox but like they talked about how um the xbox original xbox started off as a box that was just running direct x and they needed a code name for it so they were like direct xbox is what they called wow. it they were just calling it direct xbox and then they were like let's just remove the direct and then they just called it xbox and then um super just interesting details from and then how much bill gates hated the idea because he took it as an insult originally and and then um he was like why should i do this and then someone they were there was a lot of fear inside Microsoft that Sony, because Sony just released the PlayStation One, that they were gonna be aiming to take over the living room. And the actual thought was PlayStation may come out with home computers after they do after they dominate the market in PlayStation One, because PlayStation computer brands instead of having computers Windows computers in your house, you have PlayStation computers that do everything a Windows computer does plus gaming. And that was the thought Microsoft had. And they were like, well, we need to get into the living room like now because we got to dominate that. And so that's that a good a segue. Crazy, but yeah, that's it. That's a good segue into the breaking news today. Sony has bought themselves Bungie for a small 3.6 billion dollars for they one game for one, for one game okay one on amazon. game it's on amazon for literally not even close to one billion and they bought three billion worth shame on Does, you. Has, has anybody here played destiny yes no so destiny yeah. one um and i played a little bit of destiny too i never i never even finished the campaign on destiny two um but i i played the crap out of destiny one i had a bunch of friends that i worked with at bothell and uh we got together once or twice a week at night and we ran you know raids and, and prison of elders and whatnot we did you know we did uh, fire team stuff it was i loved destiny one bungie did a fantastic job with destiny um I hear Destiny 2 is doing great, uh, although they've, they've like archived a bunch of content that you can no longer access because they're like, the game's too big. We're only going to 
be focusing on this and we're going to literally throw the rest of it behind the counter and you can't touch it anymore, which I think is stupid. Um, or Microsoft has gutted the rest of. <laughs> well, no, because this Bungie. is this is Bungie. They didn't they didn't own Bungie when Destiny came out. Um, well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, Microsoft was was big into Bungie and now it's Microsoft. Like, owned Bungie um well yeah points. gutted that's what, it but that's what i'm saying and gutted it gutted it and sold then it off. sold it off so that like cuz tim was talking about halo you know and if halo was going to be a part of the deal like no, I, bungie's already well i know you didn't mean it but you were saying like what if halo was part of it microsoft would have never sold it if halo was still a part of bungie it was but uh, just Someone that made a meme that was like the pre uh, president of PlayStation buying it, and then they were like, "But sir, they don't even own Halo." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so Sony got the the name Bungie because obviously the name Bungie still carries some weight, um, and they got you know control of the Destiny IPs, and Sony came out and said that they in fully intend to keep Bun uh, Destiny where it's at. They're not planning on, on making it anything less. They want to actually introduce it more widespread. Um, they're like, the they're saying the exact opposite of what we're expecting Microsoft to do with Activision Blizzard because it's what Microsoft has said they're, they're going to be doing with Bethesda in the future. Yes, they're going to honor all contracts now, but they're going to pull it into Microsoft exclusives. That's what they're going to do with Bethesda, and I imagine they'll do the same thing with Activision Blizzard. It'll be on PC, Windows, and it'll be on Xbox. Um, and Sony's just like, they're, gonna, they're getting ahead of the game. They bought this measly little company that really is only its name in Destiny. And they're like, we want this to be for everybody. So they look good and Microsoft looks bad. I, I'm almost positive that that is the entire point of this acquisition of Bungie. It's just a it, PR stunt to look great while Microsoft looks it, bad. No, it, it all it is is just the fact that Sony needed to purchase something so that they could say that they're in the content business. Something that had a little bit of power, and Destiny does. But the the thing is, like, Bungie has been stripped of everything. Like, I mean, Microsoft made sure of that before, so, you know... Um, you say like that, but I, I mean, said, they built themselves back up because Destiny, although that's they, did, the but they have, is amazing, and it plays... It, so well it's polished i wouldn't say that they're stripped down it's just they're 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 smaller they're on a smaller scope than they were yeah we've but, always had uh, designs on giant global universes and that's part of what sony is buying in this deal is like bungie is the company that has ambition to take over the world as far as entertainment goes and like sony offered them sony pictures sony music all of their production capabilities and then Bungie is offering whatever IP they're going to make in the future that could take off like Halo or could take off like Destiny. It's something that is attractive enough to Sony to be like, because they gave Bungie an insane deal, un, unlimited power, basically. They said, Bungie, you can be independent. We will not dictate what you do. We'll probably suggest things to you. But Bungie is like going to remain an independent company capable of making its own decisions and its own designs on whatever IP it wants to make, which is like, like you guys said, the complete opposite of what we've seen with Microsoft. It was yeah. look at what Microsoft did with rare rare yeah. was a powerhouse back in the day when it was independent and, you know, they made Banjo Kazooie. They made conquers bad fur day. Diddy Kong racing is amazing. They made gold They made perfect dark. Uh, I mean, I, I could, I could 
keep going on on the list. And then Microsoft acquired them and they made what was that? What was that Connect game they made? Connect Adventures. Oh. And they made oh, no. um Sea of Thieves. Was it Sea is it Sea of Thieves, which oh. I hear has gotten better, but when it launched, it was like abysmal. Like like mm. it was void of content and it had to basically be launched and then built up to what it is now. And at that point, people lost interest in it. Um Microsoft has not ran Rare well. Uh, the only good decisions they made from Rare was to come out with the Rare Replay uh, for Xbox One and to uh, go ahead and put Banjo into Smash and Banjo-Kazooie on the Nintendo 64 Classic Console. Correction, Connect Supports was the game that Rare made, not Connect Adventures. Connect Sports, Connect Sports, which is arguably one of the best Connect games to be, ever be created, so they obviously put Rare connect sports as well. star wars connect was way better you could be a rancor and godzilla attack. okay on that note it's time to wrap up and God. get started with the big show